Cardi. I got Dr. Aaron Chapa with Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center here in studio, and we're going to be having some fun today. I thought we were going to be continuing the talk, but it turns out it's a wild card show, one of my favorites. So if you have questions, feel free to ask. Make sure you share this out. Dr. Chapa, we're going to have some fun. I'm going to kick this on the FM. Here we go. Good morning. This is KTA Radio 99.5 FM. It's just after 9 o'clock on a Tuesday. I have Dr. Aaron Chapa in studio. Good morning, Dr. Chapa. How are you doing today? What's up, my brother? How are you this fine morning? You know, I'm doing good. I've had better days. I've had worse days, but I, I'm not going to complain. Yeah, I, you know, I had a guy say, every day's a, a great day, just some days are better than others. So uh, hopefully today's one of your better days. And if it's not, just know that it can get better as you uh, tune in this morning. Who knows what we're going to talk about? You know, I just wanted to figure out we would just, uh, we had a, a few surveys that we've been running and we're wanting to figure out what you guys want the show to do and we've had a lot of people request that we have more um, question and answer so uh, obviously if that's uh, one of your requests we ask that you chime in ask a question uh, let us know in the chat box if you're following us live here on Facebook and uh, we will answer questions that you have about your health and wellness and uh, you know I, th- I think that it's a it's, it's an interesting you know day I, I have washed my car three times in the last uh, week and a half because of, of the amount of pollen that keeps dropping on it and I even try to avoid trees and I'm so like wow like to see how much uh, the pollen has already started uh, to drop and spring is upon us and I'm excited about you know the spring I love the spring I love the summer I love being in shorts and flip-flops when I get at the opportunity and uh, so goodbye winter you know this is the last cold front we just had you know right before Easter so it's gonna be um, really exciting so I'm, I'm just excited about what's what's to come so I went ahead and I changed the description on our Facebook feed so if you're watching on Facebook hit the share button and then feel free to ask some questions and I'll ask them to Dr. Chapa Dr. Chapa can also see those as you ask them directly but the most important thing that you do is share this out so that way we can get a good amount of questions and a good amount of topics and we can have some fun yeah so. yeah so well how are things going with you Gardy? you know things are things are going good um just been staying busy. I'm ready for Easter. This week, we kind of try and keep it low-key, but that's not the case usually. So as far as like extra things that we're doing, we kind of tone that back to make sure that we're fully prepared to yeah, have because, a, a great I mean, it's Easter. It's going to be I mean, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but it's going to be a lot of activities here. It's going. Yes, yeah. there's something uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. See, Friday night, you've got the the folding of the towel service. Yeah, the, that- I believe he calls it like the folded napkin, and there's a it's a... I'm trying to think of the way that they described it, a voiceover for it. It was like a, a dramatic presentation or something yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, you yeah. know, of that. And then it's a really cool, it's a visual thing. So you'll be able to uh, to see it, hear it, and then listen as there's music. And it's a, it's a performance, but also a great message. Fantastic. And then Saturday, there's an opportunity to bring your family 11 to 1. We're going to have bounce houses, food trucks, and there's, I think, 30,000 eggs dropped from helicopters. Uh, that uh, your kids helicopters, will be able- like I, actually, it's just one. Oh, actually, it's just one. Wow! But thirty thousand <laughs> eggs. I mean, are they going to bust open when they hit the ground? In the years past, they haven't. <laughs> but it could be the year. I'm curious to know who packs those eggs. So I actually have seen pictures and videos of the volunteers and and church members and community members who come up here and, and they pack those they eggs. pack the eggs. Yes. Oh my gosh, thirty thousand guys! Can you imagine thirty thousand eggs filled full of carrots? 
how disappointed the kids would be, right? Like or baby a little, carrots. Little, a little broccoli heads, you know, and then they pop open and like, what? This <laughs> this is moldy. No, that's a piece of broccoli. <laughs> you know, but no, that's awesome. And then you got your Sunday service. And uh, so Resurrection Sunday's upon us. You know, this is a, a, a we're going into a busy month for us as well. My uh, son is, um, is turning 12. My daughter is turning 15. My uh, my wife's got a birthday this uh, coming month. Uh, uh huh. Okay. Uh, yeah. April is absolutely gangbusters for us. We have my mother-in-law's uh, ha- having a birthday. My uh, my grandmother-in-law's having a birthday. My wife and I have an anniversary. I mean, it is like a lot going on in um, in April for us. So it is a crazy month. So you know when people always tell me. But, you, the, this is this is birthday month. This is a holiday, and it's really hard to navigate some of those things. Knowing how to navigate the holidays of your life, because we all have celebratory months, and we have you know challenging times where uh, life throws us curveballs, and it's easy to get off track health wise. You have to prepare. You have to kind of know that hey, if April for me is a challenging month, I'm going to have to be working my A game throughout the week knowing that I might get into something over the weekend. You know what I mean? This is a three-day weekend celebration with Easter and a birthday and, you know, Resurrection Sunday and all the family activities that go around with Easter. And so we you got to make sure that, you know, pick your battles. You know, like what day are you going to allow yourself to have a cheat meal? Or, you know, if is there a cheat meal that you can have that is – not really a cheat meal, but allows you some grace to have a little bit of fun, you know, something savory. You know, if like for me, I, I found that, you know, if, if I call a cheat day uh, or a cheat meal uh, allowing me to have a piece of dessert, you know, it doesn't serve me really that well anymore. I don't enjoy the after effects. You know, I enjoy the five minutes that I'm sinking my teeth into some chocolate cake, but the three, four days after doesn't serve me in a way mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, digestively, in a way that's worth it to me. You know, that's the other thing. Can you afford to slow down, um, you know, if you have a really busy schedule and there's all these things, can you really afford to slow down from the things that you want to do and need to do? That's correct. Mm-hmm. I, you know, when I, I so I, I, everybody knows that I, I take people through what we call the five steps to health. And one of those is finding out food allergens, food intolerances that people are exposed to. And we have some of these mentioned on our website at justlivewell.com. And uh, you can, you we, when we talk about food intolerances or even food allergens, we're looking at things like, you know, dairy products. So people know that I'm pretty anti-milk, cheese, yogurt, sour cream, ice cream, whey, protein. I have to say that, like dairy doesn't even work. I can't say you just got to get off of dairy because people don't realize that the creamer in their coffee is dairy. They don't realize the sour cream is dairy. They don't realize the creamy dressings is dairy. And they definitely, they, they blindly, you know, rationalize, no, I'm not eating any dairy, but they are putting cheese on their salad every day or they're putting, you know, some sort of cheese on a sandwich every day, right? So I have to help people see, no, it's not just dairy. It's milk, cheese, yogurt, sour cream, ice cream, and whey protein with, you know, and and working them out of those places because of the inflammatory response most of these people have. Uh, and, And so I used to give myself one cheat meal a month on pizza. And I called it, you know, uh, it was just pizza night, you know. How long ago was this? Oh, this was 10 years ago. Okay. This was a while. I was like, this doesn't sound <laughs> yeah, like you at yeah, all. <laughs> no. And uh, But, I mean, this was getting, it might even have been longer than that. I mean, I, I truly don't remember. Um, because, But it was every month I looked forward to it until 
I started doing, getting invited to do public speaking talks, or I had marketing events, or I had something going on on a weekend that required me, like you said, to be busy. And, and I had to ask myself, because every time I would get into pizza, because it's a heavy meal in and of itself. I mean, all the, the just the dough in and of itself. And we would never go to like, you know, a fast food pizza joint. We'd go to like a delicacy pizza joint, somewhere that like makes true blue pizzas by hand. They have signs on the table that says, yeah, it's going to take a little longer to make your pizza because of all the love and care and, you know, nourish, I mean, uh, tender TLC we're going to put into this, right? So, um, uh, I, but I would I would I would suffer for three to four days like I, and so I just got to a point where I didn't have time to slow down, and so you have to learn to assess some of those things and you have to be intentional with how are you feeling right now. Do you know that you have allergies every year? You know what I mean? I mean, how many people right now are give us a little show of hands are are allergen you know aware you know, with the uh, pollens and everything. I'm feeling it today. Yeah. I am. I'm feeling it Did today. Did you just wake up that way? So, uh, no, the, the past couple days, I've kind of woken up with a little bit. And so, uh, it's just kind of a little bit of a slowdown. It's an inconvenience. And you just kind of got to power through. And the morning is the most difficult part, for yeah, the most part. That's right. And yeah. why is that? That's. Do you have any ideas? If I had to guess, the morning is the most difficult part because my body has been trying to rest and recover and um, doing other tasks, and then it's allowed other things to attack my body while I'm sleeping. Well, so uh, close. So you definitely have been doing other things. So when you're sleeping, your liver is most active between 1 a.m. and 3 a.m., okay? So your liver is detoxifying you during the night. And when your liver is detoxifying during the night and you're not moving a lot, when the dude don't move— the dude don't groove. The dude don't groove. So your lymphatics aren't moving well through the night because you're not moving. And, or at least you shouldn't be tossing and turning. And, uh, and so when we talk about the movement patterns and you waking up feeling a little bit more sluggish, a little bit more slower to start, uh, allergens are kind of – the dust has settled. Mm -hmm. Right. The biochemical factory worked really hard last night to detoxify and prepare you uh, from yesterday's task to in going into today's task fully functional in spirit, mind and body. So what happens is your 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 body wakes up and you've got to drink water. So how many people can simply wake up and drink 16, 24 ounces of water right out the gate? Within I'm, 10 minutes of being awake. I'm going to say most people don't. Most people don't. They can, but they don't. They won't. They could. They, they don't think about it. Uh, I have some people that tell me that makes them nauseous. Well, if that's the case, that means that there's a lot of toxins that your body is trying to get rid of, and you've got a lot of buildup. You have what we call dirty bowel syndrome. That means that the bowels are caked up full of trash, and the average American's walking around right now with 10 to 11 meals in their bowel, uh, 10 to 15 mils caked up in their bowels that was from four or five days ago. And they think, no, no, I had a steak yesterday and I, you know, got rid of it today. And they, I'm like, no, no, you might smell it, but that's not what came out. <laughs> mm. And um, and so if you find that you're w waking up sluggish or you sleep really, really hot, like or you have night sweats uh, and uh and you know that it's not your hormones, because that's a whole different topic, but definitely a possibility of something that can be addressed uh, through liver management. And so we've got to start looking at how to detoxify the liver, activate the liver, make it most efficient, and then get your morning started with water and lymphatic drainage support. 
And that could be simply just you getting up, moving, and having a, a bowel movement first 10 minutes of your day. Here's a comment. This is from Michelle. She says, I drink a bottle of water with Ultima as soon as I wake up. What would that do with, you know, adding the Ultima in there? Will that help? Yeah, because the electrolytes electrify the, uh, the, the cells to communicate more effectively. So I think it's a brilliant way to introduce the concept of drinking water first thing in the morning especially because sometimes people aren't in the mood for that water right and we want to try to like before i have anything like if if you if you're a avid coffee drinker i recommend that you drink a you know uh 12 to 16 ounces of water first uh if you're an avid tea drinker same thing try to get the water in first even with the ultima like i try to get my water in first so i've already had you know one of these uh which i believe is 32 ounces um of water that's just water in it's there just water and then this one though is ultima because this is my second one and um and so by the time this show's done i'll have had 64 um plus ounces of water in just pretty much you know in in uh, um on the way, by the time I get home, and it would be what ten o'clock. Well, normally on my training days, you know, I've, I've I'm hundred ounces in, so I have forty ounces before gym, sixty ounces at the gym, and so by the time I you know eight thirty rolls around, I'm a hundred ounces in. You have forty ounces before, yeah. Getting to, you yeah. know, and so because you're, you're, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but your muscles fill up; they need that volume, and mm-hmm. uh, and your body is between a male at the intracellular level inside the cells, and the healthier the cell is, the more hydrated it is. the the the, the more electrically active it is, the more healthy the cell is to communicate a message from head to foot, foot to head, and uh, and managing activity levels, and so. Uh, one of the, the practices is to make sure that we're getting adequate water, adequate minerals, so that your body can get moving well through th- into the early morning so that you hit the ground running. I mean, like you said earlier, do you have time to be slow? Most people? No, you don't want to have to slow down. No. It's too much and, to and, do. And we got too much to do. And we got and, and every one of us, you know, I, I tell my kids every time I leave for the office or um, they leave for school or whatever, and I tell them, I said, you know, be creative today. Do something amazing today. You know, because I want them to always have an expectation that they are in control of their day for the most part. I mean, there's always stuff, right? There's always things that are un- unforeseen tragedies, unforeseen circumstances, unforeseen hiccups and hurdles and obstacles. But for the most part, they can also all be opportunities that allow you to be creative, be inspirational, um, do some, doing things to the best of your ability with the card, uh, the hand that you were dealt that day. And, and I think that it starts with food. I think it starts with good practices of water intake. And, um, you know, and I just, I've seen, I'm seeing more and more allergies. We still got people, you know, um, coming in with some of the, uh, the end winter colds. And, and, and this is a good season of time to start assessing where are you? Like, you know, how is your body feeling? How do you feel in your head? Do you have a lot of pressure in the head? Do you wake up feeling congested? Do you have a lot of drippy down the back of your throat? These are all check engine lights that your body's putting off, helping you um, determine uh, that you know, kind of like your litmus test on where your health is. And if you've got some of these symptoms, there are things you can do at the liver level, at the bowel level, even at the lim- um, uh, the lymphatic level via simply water intake. Uh, and I recommend 32 ounces per 50 pounds of body weight in order to be uh, the most amazing um, water, you know, competent 
uh, throughout the day. Not all at once. You don't want to drink 100 ounces uh, all in one setting. You want to spread it out through the day, you know. And and I think that uh, a lot of times we think that we can just hydrate in big gulps like flash flooding. But what do we know about flash floods? That if it's too much water, there's just runoff. It runoff or yeah. destroys things. I mean, mm-hmm. some of these mudslides, you know, due to flash flooding, uh, tear up roads and bridges and stuff. And so uh, it's not always a good idea to just pound in a truckload of uh, water. You've got to get, you got to find that match. Like I don't, I don't guzzle, guzzle forty ounces in one setting. You know, I'll do. 20 ounces oh, when I get up, and then I'll move around a little bit, and I'll do, you know, 10 ounces more about 20 minutes later, and then I'll do 10 ounces more about 20 minutes later. and Well, that's an, that's an hour before my training time. And uh, and then I'm I'm 40 ounces in, go, prepared for the day. My bowels have now cleared out waste and debris. My, uh, my kidneys have cleared out, you know, uh, trash and debris that it's filtered out through the night. My, you know, my my blood's ready. It's moving already because I, f- I brought all that water in. That water activates uh, the a sense of breaking the fast, and it's t- teaching the body, hey, activity's coming, you know, digestively. And um, I think that there is just so much that we can learn about giving the digestive tract a bath on the regular with good, clean substances. You know, something that I was talking to AJ with Hippie Fertilizing about the other day was the fact that whenever there's too much rain and your soil's not healthy, it can't absorb it. So that's whenever there's there's flooding. So he's saying if everybody did their part in their micro ecosystem, that the water would be able to be um, actually, I guess, digested. He didn't use that word, but absorbed into a healthy soil to where there wouldn't be. So I imagine your body's the same way. You know, exactly if you're just the same too way. much water and you can't absorb it, it's just going to pass it along or, hey, it's going to destroy something. Well, and, and in some respects, that destroying something ecology-wise mm-hmm. is it disrupts the uh, electrolyte balance. I mean, it can water can actually rob you of minerals if you overhydrate. And so we recommend that 32 ounces per 50 pounds of body weight. And but re- helping people understand that it may be just as simple as start with you know um half your weight in, uh, in 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 ounces and and just get started drinking more water than you do because i mean i've got avid runners i got avid triathlon uh, guys ironman guys that are dehydrated every time they come in because their minerals are low and they can't hold on to the water and they're not drinking enough water. So they got a double-edged sword fighting against them. Well, how much better could they perform in their athletics? If you're any part of active 20, 30 minutes a day, like, you know, with focused intensity, you you need water. I mean, you've got to make sure that you're drinking water. Not coffee, because, you know, the caffeine can't count for your water. Um you, but there's water in it. There is, but the caffeine can demineralize us. So it's not that you can't have coffee. You just got to make sure that you have extra minerals and extra water intake. I had a lady the other day. She was so stressed out from her work that when she came in, she had taken a, a round of all of her stress management subs that we recommend. So like when a person has a high level of stress, your body uses up all your minerals faster than normal. Okay, so the engine's just running hotter, and the mineral load and the mineral capacity is uh, in such a way that you're depleting yourself too fast via stress. Okay, well, she took her stuff an hour before she came in, and she came in and she tested like she had never taken anything all day, and that told me that oh, she needs she's in a state right now where she needs to be frequently dosing every hour minerals. 
and adrenal support because her stress is running. And I even asked her on a zero to 10 scale, where's your stress? 22. You know, and I'm like, no, no, the scale's only 10. She goes, mine's 22. I mean, and, and I'm like, okay, if you're redlining your engine all day, every day, weeks on end, months on end, you know, I mean, that is that healthy? No, the answer is no. Yeah. No. I mean, and, and can you expect good things to come out of redlining your car at that capacity day in and day out? No, nothing good's going to happen. So, and mm-hmm. the same with the ecosystem in our soil, the same with our body's soil. You know, what are we growing? What are the crops of the body? Healthy organs, energy, vitality, mental clarity. You know, we're, we're cr- grooming and uh, producing a, a level of health that we can take to the world to be the best that we can be every which way to Sunday so that people see in us the light of Christ, so that people see in us inspiration, people see in us encouragement. When you feel good, you, you people get that energy vibe from you, and you are the rising tide that raises all ships. And But when you feel bad because you're stressed out, you got a bad night of sleep, you have no, you have a, you have too many deficiencies in your body, and your body is pegged out at that red line level. People feel that energy, and it sometimes is an anxiety energy. You ever you ever had had a group of people together, then somebody walks in the room and they completely change the entire energy, and not for the good, right? Yes. You know, and that person has no idea they even did it. Because they're, it's their world. Like they just ah, like a whirlwind, a Tasmanian devil. That is a, a, a those are endocrine disrupting um, deficiencies. The hypothalamus in your head, your pituitary, your thyroid, your adrenals, your gonadal system are not communicating effectively. You're not managing the stresses of life well, and you are the blow. You're the wind that's rustling the trees. And, and sometimes a tornado. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you tear things up with your energy. And um, and I think that's fascinating that we can be deficient and create turmoil in other people's lives. And then when we get people, when we get you balanced out, now you're the polar opposite. You're a calm. You're you're stable. You're a rock. And, and we see this with ADD kids. We see this with ADHD kids. So here was another a question that came in, and it was about water. So we were talking about water creating like a, a flood in your body. Don't drink all your water at one time. You know, you need to spread it out. So this question came in and said, are we supposed to drink water while we're eating a meal? So I take as little water in as possible with meals um, just to take my supplements. Okay, and I take my supplements towards the beginning of the meal so that my food's kind of helping to digest it. But yes, I do drink a little bit of fluids to you know to wash some of the uh, stuff down. But ideally, no. The goal is to drink as little fluid as possible with your meals because it dilutes the gastric juices in your stomach. Your pH is producing acid. Uh, uh, your stomach is producing a, 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 an acid pH less than like. One when it comes out of production, when it's mixed in with the stomach, it's like three, and that's what your food drops into, and that is a protective mechanism and a digestive mechanism. And so, if you do, if you put a flash flood of water in, nature's solution to pollution is dilution. Okay, so if you can grab that idea, you put in sixteen ounces of fluid because you had a you know a coke, and then you had um, maybe some tea, then you and you put sugar in that. Now you diluted. The stomach acids 
up to like a pH of a six. And now the food you're eating is overcooked or it's processed. So it doesn't have any digestive enzymes. And now your body is having a really hard time breaking that stuff down. And that's a part of what drives the dirty bowel syndrome. That's what drives malabsorption. That's what allows parasites and uh, funguses and different types of you know uh, critters to get through our defenses because we aren't di- using proper digestive hygiene when we're consuming food. So we should be consuming the bulk of our fluids 30 minutes either side of a meal. Give your body some time to break down the food. Now, I mean, little uh, little uh, sips of water throughout the meal isn't going to hurt anything. I mean, that's not going to cause um, an issue. So if you went through 12 ounces, um, no big deal. You know what I mean? But ideally, a glass of tea should last you um, the whole meal, not, not a pitcher. The, the waitress or waiter yeah, is coming back. leaving a whole pitcher on Can your I table. Can I fill you up again? Yeah, yeah. And you're like, Please. yeah, it's my 17th one. Right. And um, <laughs> But it's a great question. Okay, here's another question. Um, this is from Carrie. They said, I have a friend who has a major adrenal fatigue and i don't know what advice to give them drinking more water would probably help and some good rest but when adrenals are depleted what do you recommend so it's interesting you know when uh, when rest is always the key but here's the problem probably with most people that have this story adrenal fatigue is a very real uh situation it's what drives postpartum so if you're if you know married uh, uh, pregnant moms that are typically high strung high stressed out people they could be right now doing really great because the baby's in their tummy and then they the ba- when the baby comes out they're going to slip off into what we call postpartum syndrome that is a sign of adrenal fatigue or if you wake up during the night and you stare at the ceiling and you're wondering why am I awake that is your adrenal glands screaming at you that you you're, you have no margin. If you find that you're restless, anxious, heart palpitations, that's an indication that you could be suffering from adrenal fatigue. So the best advice always, water, of course. That's a fantastic start because you never know where a person's uh, ready, where they're at on their readiness scale. But I also notice that sometimes people uh, don't want to appreciate the simplicity that water can offer. Right. So they need a little bit more information. So obviously they say, but I'm too busy to rest. I can't take a nap. I've got this and this and this and this and this to do this and this to do this. And the laundry's overflowing and I got to get dinner ready. And and the kitchen's not clean from yesterday. And it's almost like, you know, what's going on in the body, not able to keep up with its biochemical demand. So there's two primary reasons. So if you kind of draw your in your mind's eye a, a a triangle and at the top of the triangle, you put adrenal fatigue. In the bottom right of the triangle, you could put organ dysfunction. The adrenal glands, the endocrine axis is is out of sorts. It's broken. There's a disconnect in the communication between the hypothalamus and the pituitary, the thyroid, the adrenals, and the and the gonadal system. And so, uh, and, and then on the other side of the triangle, there could be nutritional deficiencies. These nutritional deficiencies could be vitamins. They could be minerals. They could be essential fatty acids. And so a part of Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center's job is to figure out, do you have organ dysfunction or do you have nutritional deficiencies that are driving your symptom, right? And then we have got to figure out what's the priority symptom. So we think, oh, well, I'm tired. I should be able just to lay down and go to sleep at night and recover. Well, we don't realize that there are a lot of moving parts, B vitamins and minerals and essential fats and amino acids that allow 
the body to turn the dials down and allow the body to go into a rest cycle. It's not just turn the light off and you're asleep. It's you've got to properly unwind. You've got to make sure that you're, you're going to bed at a reasonable time, that you're not eating too late in the evening so that your brain gets a, a nice bath in the first three hours of sleep. And so we will come in and start teaching lifestyle practices to help a person manage their day, their stress, so that they can and, – and then we will do um, mineral and adrenal and endocrine repletion to build those deficiencies up and to support the dysfunction in the organ system so that they can have a chance to get deeper sleep when they sleep. Because just because you get six hours of sleep doesn't mean you got good uh, uh, six good hours of sleep. Is that right? That's true. I mean, you because if you're tossing and turning, moaning and growing, having hot sweats, or feeling like you can't get, like you almost are watching the movie reel in your head, those are classic signs that your adrenals are dysfunctional. You know, I was telling you last week a little bit about this whoop armband yeah. that I had. And so what it does is it tracks your sleep, it sees if there's disturbances, and then it tells you how much you recovered. And it tells you if the sleep you got was good sleep. But it, I guess it, it uses a laser, and it uh, it also tracks, like, your heart rate. And so it's really interesting to see, as, like, my allergies and some other things have been kind of messing with me lately, my sleep, I've been getting more because I'm like, I'm not going to go work out. I'm going to try and get some more rest. But it shows my recovery. It's not so good. It's not so good. And that's because your body is dealing with the environmental allergen. So one of the others, you know, if you know, I said def- nutritional deficiencies, I could also put in there barriers to healing. So the allergens in the air or the immune burden that you're carrying, the, the, the metal toxicity that you're exposed to, the processed food that you're exposed to could be a barrier to healing that's creating a stress that's diverting your body's attention, robbing Peter to pay Paul, and the organs can't perform at their uh, full capacity. And so if we can get the burdens down, if we can improve the function of the organ systems, and we can lift the vitamin, mineral, central fatty acid concentration, your body has a much deeper uh, recovery cycle and, and a faster recovery cycle, not just a deeper one. And um, But it's fast. So you, now six hours is a true good quality six hours of sleep, and you know, you're not needing. I had a patient one time. Uh, we had she had the good fortune. Her husband was able to manage the home front while she went to her parents, and her parents lived on a, in a, you know, some land. I don't know if, how big it was. Doesn't matter. But she, literally, the first thirty, uh, the first week of her um, twenty-eight day hiatus uh, away from her family because her adrenal fatigue was so bad, she was just incapacitated. She could not function. She was depressed. She was fatigued. She was not functional in any way, shape, and form. It wasn't good for the kids. It was not good for the hubby. And um, and but he was in a position, like I said, and the parents were willing. She slept eighteen hours a day. Oh my gosh. The first week. Mm-hmm. And that was that that works. Sleep will will heal the body over time if you can get rid of all the other sensory inputs. But when we're overstimulated by life and we don't have the luxury of taking an eighteen hour rest break, I mean, I don't have eighteen hours in a in my schedule to rest. You know what I mean? I. I, w- I kind of think that'd be fun sometimes, you know, but no, I don't like I- I'm-, I'm go time all the time. So I'm pushing the ball up the hill and got to recover. But when you're in the adrenal fatigue state, what will happen is y- it requires more energy and nourishment and focused attention from you to get the ball up that hill to a point where your body can help manage some of the stuff that you 
are managing uh, manually. You're like manually pumping and doing life support on your adrenal glands. And so uh, the second week, she was sleeping 12 hours a day. You know, the third week, she was eight to nine. And then back uh, that last kind of sort of week, she was um, back down into the, you know, six and a half to eight zone. And she was up and out of moving good. And we were nourishing her, strengthening her. She went back home and she was completely, it was a complete restoration in 28 days. And it was a several year of adrenal fatigue suffering that they had gone through. And, and so it doesn't always take forever to turn some of those situations around, but she, could she easily get herself right back into the bad state of adrenal fatigue by living the same practices that got her there in the first place? Mm-hmm. Of course. So she's got to make sure that she is practicing management. So this week um, we were uh, driving down the road, and it was I think it was Sunday or Saturday I don't remember now, but I mean, I was just in the right-hand lane. I was going the speed limit, and and I said, I, asked, I looked over at my wife, and I said, I, I think for just a week, I'd love to see both of us just drive the speed limit. <laughs> be you, on time. Okay. And, and be in the right-hand lane and just enjoy the drive. We we burn the candle at so many angles and ends that we were just go time all the time. And I said, what if we just learned to just enjoy the ride? You know what I mean? And and um, and it sounds good in the moment. It's just now, how do you practice that? Well, you got to leave a little earlier. You know, you <laughs> yes. got to be okay. Maybe set the cruise control when you're on the twenty mile an hour street because it's easy to go thirty five. You know, it's it's if it's a six lane road, it's easy to go seventy. Well, the speed limit's only forty five. Be careful, <laughs> you yeah. know. And um, and so, what if we just slowed down? We breathed. We enjoyed some, you know, uh, fellowship with the Lord through worship, or even through conversation with a a, a friend um, that's sitting in a passenger seat, or a kid in the back seat, and we just enjoy and manage the stress of driving. Because, I mean, how many people would agree with me that driving can be a little bit stressful? Yes, it can be. <laughs> yes. And, is, and, and not only can it be, it is a lot of times. And then sometimes there's that zone out where it's like, how did I even get here? And you like, why did I get here way quicker than I was supposed to? What happened? Yeah, and then you, and you're like, oh, wow. Like, yes. I there's, there's Something's weird with this. Yeah. So, anyway, I, I, you've got to manage it. So there's lifestyle practices, Carrie, to offer your friend. There are supplementation tips. Uh, I love Adaptocrine, Mentran, Neviton because it gives the brain the mental bandwidth. It gives the adrenals nourishment. It gives the body's uh, minerals to calm itself down and to put it into what we call a parasympathetic state. The next best advice for that would be a healthy breakfast. Let's eat a healthy breakfast. What is a healthy breakfast? Protein, healthy fats, something that doesn't spike your blood sugar first thing in the morning, that ramps up your insulin, that ramps up your cortisol, that causes your body to go into a fat storing state. We don't want that. We don't want, you know, we want fuel to nourish and strengthen and sustain us throughout the day, throughout the morning, so that we can perform our best all morning long. And so there's definitely things to assess. Are your bowels moving? If you're not having a bowel movement by 10 a.m., and, or if you're not satisfied with the bowel movement you had before 10 a.m., then you have dirty bowel syndrome. You have sluggishness. And that sluggishness, and I can't measure this for you or anybody really, I, but I can assure you this is happening. Assure you. You can be having two to three bowel movements a day, but still be suffering from dirty bowel syndromes. So if you have weight around the middle, 
if you have um, symptom patterns that you weren't genetically born with, like headaches or um, skin rashes or stinky armpits or stinky breath, or you feel like a little sluggish in the morning, these are all toxins that can't get it out of the body and your body's holding on to, and it's creating distress. And so you have to start looking to the bowels to clean them out. So you could just simply do a, you know, a food log, and let's start looking at what we're eating throughout the day. And let's circle everything that we know is either processed. So if it has a label, odds are it's processed. We start looking at the label. Like one of our classes coming up is on how to read a food label. And I think it's this month in April. Um, I think one of my staff could probably verify that. And, you know, that's important information is to learn how to read the label. Are you eating real food or are you eating make-believe food? Because if you're eating make-believe food, Guardy, what do you get? Make-believe health. Make-believe health. And nobody wants make-believe health. They want to live vibrantly and sustainably, fully functional in spirit, mind, and body, but yet nobody's teaching us how to navigate the fast food nation that we live in. Don't we live in a fast food nation? We do. And speaking of that, that kind of leads into another question. This oh, is from Michelle. She wants to know if there's a water bottle brand better than others. And I kind of answered. I said, well, I, I bet he's going to say that filtered is the way to go. And, and I know there's a filter that you have. But she was like, well, if I'm on the go, if we're in a hurry, there's something I need to grab, you know, natural oh, spring at, water. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you want something. You don't want distilled water because it will demineralize us. But if you're taking minerals, it's okay to get that because you know at least it's clean. But it is going to demineralize you. Uh, but you should never be depending on water for you know a, a sustainable mineral source anyway. You want a high-filtered quality water. And so I buy you know brands that you know uh, promote like uh, – uh, that has a good bottle um, that doesn't have plastics that leach into the water. Um, I, I'm, we're working right now on our own water uh, bottling company through S&D Waterworks over in uh, Seabrook. You're going to have a living well water? Yep, living well water. And uh, where it will be high, highly filtered, remineralized, and so it will have minerals, and it will be high, uh, multiple layers of filtration. It's beautiful. and uh, But basically we're looking at how do we get good quality water and so I, I still use smart water. I still use the Sani, uh, Fiji water. Um, I spend a little, a few extra bucks on some of these things um, because I know I'll, I don't want water that you shouldn't be able to taste water. If you can taste your water, if it tastes soft, um, I'm not really. I don't want that. What if you called it living well, like you know, like a, a water well, living well water? I, it could totally work. I mm -hmm. think we should uh, put that in the hopper of names that we uh, have for the bottle. So uh, well, I'll, I'll, they're listening. They'll they'll add it to the list. But you know, you're you're on the road, and what do you get? You know, find something that's spring water, uh, that's filtered water, um, that's you know reverse osmosis at least. But know that reverse osmosis is another layer of filtration that they take out the minerals. So you still have to make sure that you're remineralizing your body. Minerals, minerals, minerals. That's my favorite thing to talk about because minerals are like taking your favorite tool and plugging it in. You can guarantee it's going to work. The, it's, it's no fun to pick up a tool that is battery-operated and the battery be dead. That means it has no minerals, right? So you got to charge it up. Well, how are you going to charge that thing up? you got to get a new battery uh, or charge up the old battery. 
right? So, or plug it in. Your favorite kitchen utensil, car utensil, um, your bathroom utensil, you got to plug it in. If it's plugged in and it's working at full capacity, then you know that it's minimally charged. If your symptom patterns are raging, your joints hurt, your skin is inflamed, your body's bloated, these are indicators that your body isn't managing the toxins well and your mineral load is low. You don't your your mineral needs are high, and you've got to get in there and supply the the support in those deficiency key areas. So look for a good clean water, but don't look for a water that's necessarily going to solve all your mineral needs because that's not going to happen. Okay, so we have another comment that came in, and they said it's kind of like a drinking game with water. It says that they're going to take a sip of their water every time that they hear you say, "Of course, of course." I like that. So Everybody drinks that, their living well right. water. That, I think that's a great idea, uh, a great idea, Michelle, and that anytime I can work in, of course, on the radio, uh, you should stop and drink some water uh, because uh, that comes from a, a, a good friend. Um, he's passed now. He's back in the 80s uh, named Jim Rohn. He was a motivational speaker, inspirational guy, and man— he was a dynamo. He was an absolute man that you know pursued every aspect of living. He could tell stories about going places better than going there, those places yourself. I mean, this guy was something else. And so I just really enjoy uh, listening to people that lift me up too, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so he always, he'll say things like, when it's all, all the more obvious, he'll go, of course. And so, it, and then we stop and have a little, you know, <laughs> have a drink of water. water. Okay. So, here, another question that came in earlier was, what kind of doctor, you know, are you? They said, what kind of doctor is Dr. Chapa? Can you share a little bit about your background to those that aren't familiar yet? Yes. Yeah, so, my name is Dr. Aaron Chapa. And uh, do you know the definition of a doctor? I don't know. If I don't you know. look it up in the dictionary, it's a teacher. So if you are a teacher, in a sense, you are a doctor. And so I thought that was really cool the first time I looked that up because it helped, It reminds me of what my true job is, is I'm a teacher of health, wellness, alternative medicine practices that do not involve drugs and surgery. That's a pretty good elevator speech. How about that? Just made that up. And so... Um, so I, by license, I am a doctor of chiropractic, um, and in the chiropractic art, it's um, a alternative view in how the body works from head to foot, inside and out. We incorporate the idea that what part of the watch tells time, and what is the answer? It's all of it. All of it, mm-hmm. yeah. The hands don't tell the time. The face doesn't tell the time because if the batteries don't work, the hand and the face are misleading. If the gears aren't in check and working like they're supposed to, the hands and the face are misleading. If you're missing a hand and a face, then you're, you don't have a compass. You can't even see. So the idea uh, of what it is that we do is we assess the body for where the glitches are. We listen for where your body break is broken down. So if you've got rashes, that's an indication that there's liver glitches. If you see little spots in your eyes, clear spots in your eyes, squiggly spots in your eyes, that could be non-infectious allergens. And people see spots and floaters all the time. And they, assess, they chalk it up to, oh, that's weird. You know, they see black spots. That's a liver issue. They see white spots. That's infection. They feel little sharp twinges and pains in their sinuses. That's an infectious biofilm popping. So I'm a master physiologist, and so I understand the body. I had this revelation talking to a patient the other day um, in another state. He has Lyme disease, and, and, and Lyme is a very nasty, debilitating disorder if it's out of sorts and out of hand. And I wouldn't necessarily call myself a Lyme expert by any stretch of the imagination, 
But I did have a revelation. What if somebody was a Lyme specialist and they 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 knew how to you know beat up on Lyme really well. They like had this you know ten step process. I got a friend up in Austin. She's got a whole protocol that she uh, works people through on Lyme. But what if my job in you know uh, as a as a adjunctive support is to read the signs. So when they have drainage issues and they have what we call you know Herxheimer reactions, or they have rashes pop up, or they have a stressful day, and their and their stress levels go up. Well, when your stress goes up, now your your ability to fight the good fight goes down, and so there's a challenge there. Uh, what if I could help them manage those life symptoms that are coming at them, so that they're not turning off the symptom lights like drugs do? They are supporting the biochemical needs that their body has that day because we are living every day and so that's why i you know i hate the idea of one a days multivitamins and stuff because you can't do anything once a day and expect it to be everything that you need i mean i wish i wish it was that simple you know a pill but for an ill a pill for an ill it just mm -hmm. doesn't work and um and so if you've got fever you don't want to cut the legs of the immune system out from under it, the reason the fever's there is because it's increasing the heat of the body to mobilize a faster defense and strategy to kill off bugs and, and trash that's attacking us. So what we do is we come in and support the body with minerals and bone marrow support and circulatory support to get nutrition to the infectious fight faster so the immune system can strategize a defense and attack strategy faster and the fever will go away because the body has it under control, not because I cut the legs out from under it. Very different philosophy. So uh, we are an alternative ma medicine practice that gives people alternatives to drugs and surgery, and we teach people how to live well, be well, one bite at a time. We, we teach them lifestyle practices, detoxification practices, and, and simple tactics that they can do in order to be a better version of themselves. And I've been in practice about, I think, 17 years now, and uh, we have grown astronomically over the years. We started in a little place in South Shore behind um, a building, a shopping strip, where nobody could see us. We had no, no, um, no, no signage. And uh, we grew to a place in League City where we're at right now. And it's been fantastic. And people love us and we love them. And we just want to be a beacon of light to people. And God's given us an opportunity to expand into our new building coming up in, you know, in the next nine months. I'm like having a nine-month ba building baby. Where is it at? And it's going to be at 322 East Main Street uh, between the railroad tracks on uh, uh, East Main and Highway 3. And it's just it's going to be a, a living well center. We're going to have a living well detox center and a living well event center, living well clinical nutrition center. And, I mean, I just truly believe that, you know, God is doing amazing things through the brand Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center. It's bigger than me as a person. I have uh, Jennifer Withy, who's a clinical nutritionist, uh, finishing up a, a master's program. We've got Molly uh, doing nutrition work with us right now. She's gone through our clinical training program. She uh, helps out in the office. She shadows uh, the office all the time. She's working on some um, you know, uh, certifications and fitness, and go, getting ready for her undergrad, going into a doctorate program herself. And then we have Dr. Amber at the office that is another chiropractor and um, nutrition uh, expert. We're all going. We, we go to seminars, and we're like seminar junkies. Like we're constantly learning and growing because 
people need new ideas. We need, you know, new inspiration ourselves to go and just see what the science is saying. Does it match up with what we're seeing clinically? Because clinically and what is in the theory don't always match, right? That's right. And so we have to appreciate that this is what science says we can do. But we really want to find out what is our practice of working in the trenches with real bodies, real people, with real food nutrition, with real supplement programs to help navigate them. And, you know, it, it's it, it's not an easy work. You know, I have, there's a, it's a heavy loaded thinking job because um, we don't build cookie cutter protocols like we find what works for individuals and then we we evolve that person through a process. We listen to their body. You know, what symptoms is this person manifesting? Because you can have the same liver problem, but it can manifest three different ways, through migraines, through hot flashes, through hormones, or through, you know, digestive issues. But it's all from the liver. And that's so frustrating for many doctors because they don't understand the physiology. They become experts in GI or experts in neurology or immunology or pulmonology or rheumatology, the problem is is when you get so hyper-focused in one department, you start playing with the gears of the watch thinking that, or the, the components of the watch thinking that um, that's what solves the, the medical mystery. No, no, no. You've got to keep the, the, the watch intact and appreciate all of its working pieces. And so people come in over-medicated, they over-hormoned, uh, they uh, aren't being managed well blood work-wise, uh, and we come in and we will look at many different angles, turn over as many stones as possible, get as much detailed information out of you in order to figure out why your body's breaking down and what we can do to fix it. So... That's a little bit about what we do. I like that y'all continue to learn. You know, going to the seminars. You said you're a seminar junkie. You know, yeah. just and and uh, even if you found something like if you'd believe something, you know, for forever, your entire life, if you saw something and you practiced it and found it out for yourself, that you would regularly just be like, you know, this is there's another way to do it, or there's you know a bunch of different ways to skin a cat. I I feel like I've heard you say before, but. I don't know. A lot of people, you get stuck in your ways, or if you think of a traditional doctor or somebody who's an expert in their field, it's like, no, this is the way it is, mm -hmm. you know. And maybe you don't continue to learn because you, you, you're at that position where you want to be. Yep, and that's right. And we get, we get stagnant. And and I think that's one of the things that I've always appreciated. My mentor told me a long time ago. He says, "Aaron, you'll never go out of business as long as you keep learning your craft. Never assume that you've got it figured out." And I remember a time where cancer patients scared me. Like truly, I was I prayed, God, please don't bring me cancer patient. Please don't bring me cancer. I hate cancer patients because I don't want people to die on my watch, right? And cancer, you know, has always to most people when they get the C word, it is a death sentence, right? And I don't, I I, I just wasn't confident, and 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 God was faithful. He didn't, he 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 helped me not have people die on my watch because that was a thing for me, right? But it's not realistic for that to always be. The, the longer I'm in practice, things are going to happen, you know? And, and, and why not? If, I, if I'm good with the basics, why can't I build on the basics? Why can't I get better? Why can't I understand cancer a little better? So now I understand, you know, with a prostate patient, I'm going to do a cancer patient, I'm going to do something different with that versus somebody with a, you know, a lung cancer or a, a, a colon cancer. I'm going to change different aspects of the diet for these different cases. I'm going to approach them if they're going to go down the chemo radiation route or a combo, some version of that medically, how I'm going to be not just an, a B team player on the team, 
listen, guys, if you're suffering or you got a friend, family, loved one that's dealing with a really challenging autoimmune condition or cancer, here's what I know. You better have a dream team arsenal of people that or you love and trust that you can bounce ideas around when it comes to your health and wellness that aren't just throwing darts or aren't so dogmatic that their way is the only right way. I had a cancer patient yesterday. Praise the Lord. This is a great testimony to end the show with. This is just awesome. I've been working with this gal for a couple years, and uh, she's definitely on the recovery side. She chose to go no uh, no chemo, no radiation against her oncology wishes, but the oncologist, I mean, belittled her. I mean, would chastise her. And, And looking back, knowing what I know now, I would have told her, you know, fire and move on. Find somebody that is open-minded to supporting you, right? But she stuck with this guy, and she just held her ground. She's a pretty strong-willed woman, and she goes, no, uh, listen, I'm paying you to monitor me. I just need you to monitor this process. This is what I'm going to do. This is what I feel like the Lord has for me is to go this route. And um, and she came in yesterday, and so she's never gotten anything of positivity from this guy, not one time. And he walks in yesterday. She comes in for her, you know, review uh, to make sure the blood work looked good, the PET scans looked good, you know, the the, the bones all looked good. Um, and he opens up the file and looks at her, and uh, she's kind of nervous, you know, because that that pregame jitters like, oh my god, I hope I hope I pass, hope I pass. And um, and sure enough, he goes. Well, your bone scan looks absolutely perfect, amazing. I'm so excited for you. And and she goes, "Really? I'm so excited." She goes and and he goes, "Well, I mean, did you think anything was wrong?" She goes, "Well, I've been having this hip pain. I had to go, you know, get an adjustment last week. She lives in another city uh away from us, so she can't get in to see me uh or Dr. Amber for that." And you know, and she goes, "He got me all lined up, but you know, I've just been a little nervous because that's where the it was in my hip, you know." And and he goes, "Yeah, but all the great work you've been doing with nutrition and health. And and it's like he complimented her choice to be, you know, laser focused on her, on a vision to go forward on a path. And, and, and I think it's just a testimony that, you know, you are inspiring people around you. Your choices will light people up and will inspire them. And it was just, a, we got to celebrate yesterday because it was truly a blessing to know that, you know, she took the bull by the horns. She's done liver cleanses. She's done bowel cleanses, done lymphatic work. We've done immune work. Are we going to let the uh, fingers off uh, the massaging of the liver and the lymphatic and the immune system for her? No. But, I mean, she, her program is getting smaller. We're able to l- lighten the load so it's not as intense. And, and we're keeping her healthy and vibrant. And she's, you know, 74 years old. You know, wow. and she is kicking butt and taking names. And this lady's full of life, loves Jesus, and loves people. And she is making a difference in the world around her. And so when I watch people that, you know, uh, I used to think, oh, I'm just an adjunctive B-team player on the, you know, cancer t- uh, role. Because, you know, oncology and uh, and um, the chemo docs, they don't, their favorite words are stop everything. They think that, you know, eating food is going gonna, is gonna to kill them, but they won't tell them what food they can't eat. You know, they just say don't lose weight. The worst thing you can do is lose weight. So eat anything. Eat ice cream. Eat fast food. I mean, if you don't believe me, go look at them. Go look at the the research on their websites. It's terrible. They're giving bad advice nutritionally. And so 
instead of being uh, accepting that I might just be a B-team adjunctive player, I said, you know what? I got tons to offer. Living Well Clinical Nutrition has tons to offer any patient with any symptom, any condition, to help them get the attraction again in the health realm. And it's not cockiness. It's confidence because all life where? Starts and stops at the cellular level. And nutrition, nutrition, nutrition is the fundamental backbone, Guardy. I've been saying this from day one, that allows your health to either spiral off out of control or get traction and move um, in a direction that you can control. And that's exciting. So no matter where you're at, we want to give you hope and excitement that you can take the um, the bull by the horns from a health perspective. Share this information with people. And we want to answer your questions like this is y'all's time y'all show i mean i know this stuff i live this stuff i practice this stuff and i pray that i keep practicing and living this stuff day in and day out forever and ever you know it's y'all's time y'all show y'all's choice to ask questions that's right and so take advantage of this time that we're here share this with your friends family and loved ones and and guide this program to what you want it to be because it should be in everybody's inbox nine to ten every week because if you're not tuning in, you're missing out. You need the encouragement. You need the inspiration. Heck, I need the encouragement. I need the inspiration. I get excited that y'all are asking questions today. You know, I didn't know what I was. I told my mom on the way over here. I'm like, I don't even know what I'm going to talk about. She goes, well, you've been talking about fat and weight loss. I said, yeah, I'm bored with that. You know, everybody wants to lose weight, you know. Uh, and, and I said, but the reality is when you get healthy, you lose weight naturally. It just happens because your body is storing toxins and fat cells. That's what causes you to gain the weight. You're not fat. You're toxic, you know. And <laughs> I love the sign that Megan put up this week. It says, um, did your winter fat turn into spring rolls? <laughs> oh, I just chuckled. That's pretty it's good. so funny. And um, so, but I, the reality is, is don't look at yourself like you're fat. Look at yourself like you've got toxic buildup that needs to be eliminated out of the body. That's what the Zorona laser can do. It can help spark that detoxification process. It can start the. It can start us in a journey together, getting you minerally replenished, your endocrine system kicking again, your detox pathways opened up, so that you're not holding on to eleven to fifteen old junky processed meals, and then you'll start living better, being better, one bite at a time. So, that's our show today. Uh, JustLiveWell.com. Visit us uh, every. Tuesday morning from 9 to 10. And KGA Radio and I love serving this community with positivity and nourishment of the mind. Um, and we want to uh, you to help us nourish other people's mind, help us wake people up to nutrition and well-being through healthy living. So God bless you guys today. Enjoy your day. This is KGA Radio 99.5 FM. All right, social media. Again, feel free to still share this out. And you can ask some questions as well on this feed. And I know Dr. Chop and his team or me and myself will see it and we'll make sure that we'll get you an answer. And-